0: Galatians 3.28 says there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. The context of this text in Galatians 3.28 was a discussion about the Old Testament difference made between circumcised Jews and uncircumcised Gentiles. We don't have time for a lengthy explanation of the conversion of Gentiles during the Old Testament But before the death and resurrection of Jesus, conversion was a much more involved ordeal. (laughs) If a Gentile wanted to become a member of God's chosen nation and people, the nation of Israel and the people called Jews, then the male Gentile had to be circumcised, a painful procedure that required a week or two for full recovery. And then the new convert, referred to as a proselyte in Acts 2.10, had to follow certain laws and rules. The female Gentile had to go through a purification ritual described in Deuteronomy 21.10-14 which took a full month and even then it would be several generations before her mixed children would be considered full-fledged members of the Jewish community. In our text, Galatians 3.28, Paul is explaining the transition that took place as described in the book of Acts from Mosaic law to the dispensation of the gospel of grace as a result of the life death and resurrection of Jesus the law was fulfilled in him and circumcision of the flesh was no longer an issue for men and the ethnic or national origin of the female was no longer an issue either in other words Christians look at the world as saved or lost not in terms of race the only issue of concern in this dispensation of the gospel of grace no matter what country you live in what race or ethnicity you identify with is the issue of your eternal salvation and whether or not you're a born-again christian by faith in the gospel of jesus christ as christians we're literally supposed to be colorblind as christians we accept others as brothers and sisters in christ based upon their sincere profession of faith in jesus christ as the crucified buried risen personal lord and savior who is coming again to gather us all into one big happy family Uh, that is As a white man, I oppose white nationalism, white supremacy, and white separatism in any form. I'm against the KKK, Aryan Nation, Christian Identity, and any other whites-only group or organization. And for that same reason, I oppose other race-based organizations like the NAACP, which says it's for colored people. The so-called Black Lives Matter organization or movement as a whole, I'm against it. I'm also opposed to initiatives like Black History Month. Now, for the sake of clarity, I want you to be sure and understand that I love history. I love reading history that involves blacks, whites, Hispanics, Asians, and any other race. I have books on my personal library shelves. We have books in our church library that are histories about, or histories that include information about people with high levels of melanin in their skin and low levels of melanin. I've read and enjoyed uh, researching the histories and biographies of black men and women like the great 19th century preacher John Jasper, his name's John J. Jasper and Frederick Douglass. And I'm very interested in information about great black preachers like Harry Hoosier because of his influence on America during the time of the Revolutionary War era. The Indiana Hoosiers, get their name from him, look it up. But I've also read and enjoyed books about our white founding fathers american indians of various tribes and some great testimonies of christian arabs jews africans europeans etc the church that i pastor is multiracial, but we rarely even make mention of race one way or another Uh, as a matter of fact it's only because of things like black history month and black lives matter and uh, whatever you get blm uh, any other race baiting or race focused issue is the only reason that the whole thing of race comes up in our church. If you're obsessed with race, your obsession is misplaced. And after this life is over, your race won't matter one single bit. The only thing that matters after you die or when the rapture takes place is that your sins have been washed clean by the scarlet red blood of Jesus Christ who died on the cross and rose again paying for your sins to become your personal Lord and Savior.